Well, it hasn't gone off without a hitch tonight, has it? It's me, Chris T. Welcome to the final aerial view of 2019. And uh, I, for one, have mixed feelings about the year. I'll discuss it all tonight on uh, this final aerial view of 2019, entitled Chris T's Favorite Things of 2019. I was trying to catalog them today. Sat down at the dining room table, having that strange day after the day after Christmas feeling, thinking about the year that just passed, contemplating the year ahead, wondering where it had all had been and where it was all heading, and where I was just now at that very moment. Sometimes you try to pin down a moment 
Say, let me remember this moment. It's a fairly good moment. We were safe and secure in our own home. The heat was working. We had eaten. And um, we were relaxing around the house. And I said, let me appreciate this moment. And even as I was saying it, I ruined the moment. Tried to pin it down. Tried to mark all the particulars. Doesn't work. Try to grab a moment like that, and it slips away. And all the moments are slipping away. Before you know it, it'll be 2020. And then what will you do? <laughs> Call 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528. Operators are standing by. And uh, I mentioned hitches earlier. We had someone who was calling in. show wasn't even underway yet. They were already calling in, eager. And uh, now I'm on the horns of a dilemma. Do I call them back? Hmm, do I call them backward? Do I share this breaking news? I always feel uh, a responsibility to share the breaking news. So let me do that for you now. Don Imus, shock jock, is dead at the age of 79. New York Times reported this at 5.41 p.m. this evening. So you probably are aware. You probably already know this, and I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I just want to read his obituary, a little bit of it. From the New York Times. Uh, Don Imus, radio host who pushed boundaries, dies at 79. On the air, he was an irascible, confrontational growler who led pranks and parodies that could be tasteless, obscene, and sometimes racist, sexist, or homophobic. Wow. (laughs) This ought to be good. Hmm. And then there's a picture of him, uh, Don Imus, on the Imus in the Morning Show in 2015. And where that show was being broadcast or cast, I have no idea. But uh, hats off to Robert D. McFadden, who wrote the obituary in the Times for Don Imus. And uh, it starts like this. Don Imus, who tested the limits of shock radio with his irreverent attacks on celebrities, politicians racial and ethnic groups, women, gay people, and practically anybody whose head stuck up out of the foxhole died on Friday in College Station, Texas. He was 79. A publicist, Matthew Hiltzik, confirmed his death at Baylor Scott and White Medical Center. The cause was not specified. On his Imus in the Morning show on March 16, 2009, Mr. Imus disclosed that he had prostate cancer. He was advised to have radiation treatments, but said he had chosen to treat the disease holistically for nearly half a century from his start on local stations in the West in 1968 through a succession of New York regional and national radio stations and cable networks until his retirement in 2018. Mr. Imus, with occasional and sometimes extended timeouts for illnesses, accidents, or legal problems entertained and offended countless millions with his mercurial outbursts. The outpouring of sympathy after his disclosure about his prostate cancer reflected not only his wide following as a radio personality, but also admiration for his private charity work, raising millions for the rehabilitation of wounded veterans of the Iraq War and for children with cancer and siblings of victims of sudden infant death syndrome who had spent summers since 1999 on his ranch near Ribera, New Mexico. The public dynamis was different, grizzled, irascible, foul-mouthed, and outrageous confrontational growler with a buck-ram face, a battered cowboy hat, and a gun on his hip. Mr. Imus survived alcoholism, cocaine addiction, repeated firings, a nearly fatal fall from a horse, and decades on the air with pranks and parodies that were often brutish, tasteless, or obscene, and sometimes racist, sexist, or homophobic. 
In the more printable Imus lexicon, Dick Cheney was a war criminal. Hillary Rodham Clinton was Satan. Oprah Winfrey, a fat phony. Newt Gingrich, a man who would eat roadkill. Ted Kennedy, a fat slob. Steve Forbes, a mean-spirited creep. Dan Rather, a loony. Rush Limbaugh, a drug-addled gas bag. Many listeners detected the toxins of Lenny Bruce, George Carlin, Mort Saul, or Groucho Marx. Sponsors worried, but paid handsomely for airtime. His employers waffled, but took in $50 million a year and paid him $10 million. He was sued for defamation, denounced, ridiculed, shunned, hated, and feared. But legions of devoted listeners, a drive-time audience of millions, tuned in to 100 radio stations across the country and a cable television network, adored his irreverence and gut fighter's instincts. <sighs> well, he finally went too far in 2007. You know the rest. You know what happened after that. And uh, even Obama got, in, got involved. He didn't just cross the line, said Mr. Obama. He fed into some of the worst stereotypes that my two young daughters are having to deal with today in America. And uh, he... Uh, he got banished. He got sent away, and now he's dead. Seventy-nine years old. There you go. Don Imus won't make it into uh, the year twenty twenty. He had a he had a good long run in radio. Uh, managed to make millions uh, with his mouth. So, in some ways, I'm sure uh, had an influence on me. Someone who's still doing a talk show all these years later, since starting this show in 1989. Oh yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew, when I bit off more than I could chew. And uh, one of those times was around 2006, 2007, I got a new job and I, and I left. And I stopped doing Aerial View for like five years. And then I went back to it. I can't say why. I don't know why. I'm sure I had a good reason. The number here is 760-422-5528. Tonight on Aerial View, Chris T's favorite things of 2019. It's, it's going to be more like uh, Chris T's strikes and gutters of 2019. So, you know, strikes are when you throw the ball. It goes exactly where you want. You knock down all the pins. And a gutter is pretty much the opposite. You know that. I'd like to hear yours as well. 760-422-5528 to hear what some of the uh, high points and or low points have been for you in this year that's almost over. It's the 27th today. Tomorrow is the Feast of Innocence. It's also my mother's birthday. Now, I know what my mother's birthday is because, you know, celebrated it for many, many years. It was the day she was born, but I had no idea about the Feast of Innocence, I, I, I can't believe it. I, I may have heard about it growing up and forgotten about it, but apparently, you know, in the, within the narrative of the Christian calendar, as it says here, I'm reading this, in case you were unaware, this is by uh, S.L. McCauley. And... Uh, so within the narrative of the Christian calendar, the birth of Christ is followed not by leaping lords and milkmaids like in that song, Twelve Days of Christmas, but by a massacre of children. The Feast of the Holy Innocents, observed on December 28th by Western churches and on December 29th by Orthodox churches, speaks a particularly powerful word to this cultural moment. It's a bloody story out of which hope fights its way to the surface. All right, well, it goes like this. During the reign of King Herod, in the, uh, in the Gospel of Matthew, it says that he's, dis he's, he's disturbed, and all of Jerusalem with him is disturbed by the news of Jesus' birth. So he, because he sees Jesus as a rival for his power, he orders the killing of all the boys, two years and under, in Bethlehem. Now, uh, th there's a debate among scholars about whether or not this ever actually happened. It wasn't recorded contemporaneously by uh, historians of the time. Of course, they were of the time. If they were 
recording it contemporaneously. So there's no record of this, but nevertheless, ever since then, December 28th, the Feast of the Holy Innocents. So maybe you should feast tomorrow. You know, make it the last one of the year. Oh, wait, then there's New Year's Eve. That's right. So, yeah, New Year's Eve is coming up. And there, as always, there's this uh, pressure to figure out what to do on New Year's Eve and where to go and who to be with and what to see and what to do, what to drink, what to eat. I think we have it well in hand this year. If if things go according to plans, we'll be, we'll be up in the Catskills with some friends enjoying a nice open air New Year's Eve, if at all possible. Let's see. Let's see what the weather decides to do. This is Aerial View. The last one of the year here on thehoundnyc.com. And on thehoundnyc.com, you can hear brand new Hound Howl shows every Sunday, 3 p.m. And then uh, followed by Crash in the Party, which comes along at 5 p.m. with Mark and Miriam, the doo-wop chop shop of the year. First Howlin' uh, with the Hound. That's at 3 p.m. And then... Crash in the party with Mark and Miriam at 5 p.m. on Sundays. This show is live every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, except for when I can't be here, which hasn't been very often. I have to say, 2019, full slate of shows. The show becomes a podcast after it airs, whatever the hell that word means anymore. So uh, you can find it wherever you get podcasts. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your frenemies. I don't care who you tell. And uh, I mentioned uh, the show starting with a few hitches, and I was getting into this earlier, but uh, folks were calling in. I, I, I did something new. I uh, put up an Instagram post, and I uh, instantly got a couple of phone calls. Now, who these people are, I don't know, but I'm going to take a gamble and call them back on the air, see who the hell they are. I don't recognize these phone numbers. Let's see. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Yeah. No. Let's try this one. It's another number. See if they see if they pick up. Let's just try this. It's my show. I can do what I want. Hello. Who is this? Who's this? This is uh, Chris T. on Aerial View on the HoundNYC.com. Well, by golly, this is Evan Rude. Evan Rude, you found me. It only, I found you. It only took several years. <laughs> Damn. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. Yeah. Getting ready to go on a cruise. Good deal. Where's the cruise going to? I am going to do an Eastern Caribbean, a Southern Caribbean, and a Western Caribbean. I'm going to cruise for an entire month. That's pretty solid. Pretty solid cruising. Yeah. So what yeah. Uh, What do you do? Do you just relax on deck? Do you go down to the uh, sauna? Do you uh, head up to the poop deck? What, what do you do on a typical cruise? I just. I chill out up in a lounge chair for the day, enjoying the sun. Get me a drink or two throughout the day. And then when we're in port, I'll go see the sights. Go find me a nice beach. Nice. This all sounds yeah. very, very pleasant. Yeah. Sounds pretty it cool. So are you like retired now? Where, where are you at? No. Are you still working? No. Still working. Still driving. Yeah. I should tell everyone uh, that Evan Root is someone I knew from my former career over there on the professional trucking radio. And, uh, you know, one day, one Friday we were there, and then the next Monday we were not. So it must have been a rude awakening for Evan Root and the people who yeah. consider themselves freak wheelers and listen to the show. So I apologize for that, but I had no control over that, Evan Root. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Hasn't yeah. been the same and don't listen anymore. So, I heard that from a number of people, and it always uh, makes me feel good, I have to say. 
I don't want to be the spiteful yeah. type, but you know, I can take a little pleasure in that. Yeah, you know, you know what? Saying? You guys were always the sunshine. Okay. Yeah. Well, we did. Uh, uh, we did a pretty good show, and then they tried yeah. to they tried to strangle it. They tried to strangle it in its in its crib, and it was twelve years old. It wasn't even a wasn't even a baby anymore. It right. was be like strangling a uh, I don't know uh, what do they call those preteens. <laughs> you can't you can't do that. Um, right. But you know, uh, one day you and I will have a whole conversation about uh, what went down and uh, how it happened and the whole damn thing. Um, that that would be great. So yeah. what what is this going on now? Well, you know, I started doing a uh, talk show in 1989 called Aerial View, and it was an hour-long talk show, first on Tuesdays, and then it was on Friday nights, and I did it for many, many years, and it really was where I learned how to do a talk show and be a talk show host, and uh, the skills I later put to use in professional trucking radio. So uh, that's how I really... Did my 10,000 hours or 20,000 hours or whatever the hell Malcolm Gladwell says we're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. So it was my training ground, if nothing else. And uh, that's that's why I'm doing it again, because just because, just because I want to. That's all. Do I, does, do I need okay. a reason, Evan Rude? This is, no, um, you do not. This is a show that went back on. In uh, on Black Friday in 2018, I started doing it on this uh, internet radio station, thehoundnyc.com, and I've done it ever since. So I got over a year's worth of shows, the newly revived Aerial View program. And you know, I've talked to Buzzard on the air here. Buzzard has phoned in, uh, and now Evan Root has phoned in, and eventually we'll get all the freak wheelers back together. That that is. So awesome. So what nights are you on? I'm on uh, one time a week. It's Friday for an hour, and uh, then it becomes a podcast. But Fridays, 6 to 7 p.m. is when you can uh, get into the program live. And, you know, uh, it would would be great to hear from you. So now what uh, we haven't talked in over, uh, what what is it, a year and a half, somewhere around there? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you're still doing the same amount of driving? Are you are you slowing down a bit? What's going on? No, we're doing the same amount of driving, but hey, mm. we brought a house down in Florida. Where in Florida? What's, what part of Florida? By Sebring, okay. Florida. So, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, um, you know, on a lake, got a boat, got a convertible down there. Pretty good. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. You're living large, it sounds like. Living, hey, the, living the dream. Living the dream. That is exactly it. Now, and d- I think in 2022, it's the uh, 18 wheeler is. We're going to be done and over, and we're going to have enough saved up to be comfortable. That's good. And enjoy the house down in Florida. And and never have to hit the road again, or will you, uh, will you still travel for fun? No, never no. have to hit the road again. Yeah, you're going to stay put for a bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. I always used to wonder, uh, you know, if you, first of all, it was always said if you get, you know, if you ask three truck drivers a question, you'll get four answers. That was one of the things you would always hear. But um, if they really enjoy all that travel, or if at some point they go, "Damn, I just, I've I've been here before. I don't really care anymore." <laughs> you know what? I've been doing it for ten years. Yeah, with Mister Evanrude and. Yeah. He's been doing it for 30 years. And you know what? I, I am. I'm burned out. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. I would I'm imagine. I'm tired. Yeah. You get to that point, you just want to, uh, let me just relax somewhere for a little bit. Well, you're going to get to relax on that cruise. That cruise sounds like a great idea. Oh, it is. Uh, it is going to be absolutely awesome. Did, I mean, think Troy, think Thomas, Martinique. Do I remember correctly that you were always into cruising, or am I imagining that? Yeah. No, yeah. I was always into it, but I'd yeah. never gone for a month. Yeah. I would go for a week or two, but never for a month. A month is a whole other thing, man. It's a whole other thing. Yeah, so, that is. That's It's a whole different animal. And where but are I'm you... staying on the same ship, in the same room, so... Good deal. And where where is the uh, port? Where are you heading out from? Where are you port returning? Port Canaveral. 
Port Canaveral, so it's not far from you there? Nah, no, no. Okay. No, so I'm going to go down a few days early and spend a few days at the Florida house with my gator, because we do have a pet gator down there now. Uh, of all the people I ever spoke to, I always said to myself, Evan Rood will have a pet gator before anybody else. So there, there I'm glad to see that I'm yeah. correct about that, that that was one thing yeah. I could have said, that you would be the first. Um, you know, while we're talking, I'm looking everywhere for uh, one of your favorite things of all time that used to be part of the old show. And uh, I think you, you probably know what it is. Uh, but uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but I can't seem to find it. So uh, that's a little bit of a problem. Uh, it's, you know, what are you going to do? It would have been a beautiful moment, but uh, it is good to hear from you. So will you spread the word to any other freak wheelers you know or come across? I am going to spread the word. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah, Then I'll start getting called by truck drivers. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. So every Friday from 6 until 7. Sure. Me and you talk, just talking. That's all. That's it. Yeah. Hey, Everett, before you go, what were some of your uh, high points of 2019? Your your strikes. Not the gutters, but the strikes. Mm, buying, our, buying our Florida house. That was my high point. That was the high point of 2019. So that's that's a new house. It's a, it's a new and, house and, for you. And you know the second point of the second part of my highlight? What's that? Finding you. You're kidding me. And wow. hearing your voice. And being in contact with you more. What than did you think had happened to me? A message that, well, I thought you'd gotten depressed, and you know we're sitting in front of the window with Roger. Yeah, well, that's kind of true. I mean, it was <laughs> sitting in front of the window, just the two of us staring out, just staring and watch, out, and watching you know the home remodels going on in your neighborhood that yeah. annoyed you so greatly. Well, it never ends. I, it wouldn't bother me so much if it ended once in a while, but it just seems to always be looping back around again. So uh, at least no one has, like, bought two houses and knocked them down and combined the lots and put up a mansion. You know what I mean? So that's good. One, right? of, those, one of those awful mansions. Is your Florida house, like, big or is it, is it small? Or what is it? No, it's just, it's just a one-bedroom house. and It's got a bedroom, a bathroom. A nice laundry room, a nice um, dining room, and then a kitchen, and then a nice big living room. And the best part of it is it's got an enclosed, what they call lanai, or Florida room. Yeah. That's a whole nother living area. Yeah. Isn't that something? My father had one of those houses down at Jupiter with that Uh whole big enclosed outdoor room thing going on. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know Jupiter? You ever You ever go to Jupiter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, there you go. So. Um, it's good to talk to you. Spread the word. And uh, here, I'll have to do I it live. I will. And hey, you will hear from me again so you know what to find. I'm going to have to do this live. You've got the sunrise. You've caught a prize. You, your mates, and your Johnson. I'm just going <laughs> to do that for you. Just okay. All right. Uh, good to talk to you, Evan Rude. Have a good 2020. You too. See that? I had no idea who I would be calling, and it turned out to be Evan Rude. Pretty wild. It's almost New Year's! Three, two, one, Happy New Year! My resolution is to be more fun. Hey, it's me, Chris T, here with uh, the last aerial view of 2019. You could join us here live at 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528. You know, uh, just when you need to find things, and I tend to keep things pretty organized, so I can find them quickly. But uh, there was this commercial. It was a real commercial that we used to play all the time on the air there for uh, the Johnson Outboard Company. And um, 
it was really uh, in an unintentionally hilarious. Uh, and, you know, I'm just going to see if it's out there because sh- I'm sure it is on YouTube and play it for you. So I can hear it and Evan Rude could hear it. If Evan Rude is still listening, and then we could all hear it. It's about 6.33 here on the East Coast. And uh, this show runs until 7 p.m. And before we're done tonight, I'm going to tell you about some of my strikes and gutters of 2019. But I would also like to hear yours. So uh, call 760-I-CALL-AV. 760-422-5528. And uh, tell us some of the high points, the low points, all the points in between. All right, I think I may have found it. Let's just make sure they're not going to hit me with a commercial. Here we go. Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. See, that's all I wanted to do was play that for you. That's not so difficult, is it? Chris T and uh, Chris T's favorite things, the final aerial view of 2019. Uh, I think I hear Roger outside the door. Let me just go check. Hang on just a second. halfway through a show here, Roger. Come on, pal. You're blocking the microphone. Thank you. That's better. Go over there, Rog. Oh, my God. He is Roger the Cat Engineer, so he does sort of get to do that. He gets to wander around and check everything out. He's just trying to make sure it's all working. Now he's rubbing himself on the microphone. On the iPad. On me. Thank you, Roger. I thought I heard you outside the door. Even through the headphones, I heard you. Damn. It's one piercing cry, pal. Why don't you settle so Daddy can finish the show, huh? Settle down. So let's see. Let's review. We covered Don Imus dying. And then uh, we got into a little bit of the Feast of Innocence, which also was my mother's birthday. And for years, I, I mean, I had no idea. My mother, December 28th, Feast of Innocence, December 28th, in your Eastern churches. And then, uh, is that what they call them? And then the 29th in the Orthodox churches. You know what I mean. All has to do with Herod. Um... All right, pal, you good? That's Roger rubbing on the microphone again. I apologize. Most uh, most of the time, he's perfectly content to sit downstairs. But now, Rog, you know, you're one of my favorite things of 2019. I can't complain that much about Roger. Roger's a pretty excellent cat. He uh, does have, you know, really, like, razor-sharp claws. He'll, he'll slice you open before you even knew it. It happened, and next thing you know, you're bleeding, and that's my fault. I should have taken him to the vet, and I'm sorry. So, uh, can't pin that on him. That's me. Just, uh, not being timely. Just like, you know, maintaining your car, taking it in. Just like my car needs antifreeze. Roger needs a visit. Right, right pal? So, uh, alright, Rog. Don't here, 
Just lie right here, pal. Just lie down. So, yeah, here's, uh, I'm just going to go through this as quickly as I can. Just because we're running out of road now with the whole Roger, the cat engineer detour. The number here is 760-I-CALL-AV, uh, 760-422-5528. We spoke with Evan Rude a moment ago. And then uh, there was somebody else who called in at the top of the show. And I tried calling them back, and it went into voicemail. I don't know. Maybe I'll try calling them back again, but probably not. Right now, Roger's trying to get settled in his usual spot. He flops down in front of my keyboard between me and the computer. And then uh, just wants to be petted a little bit. And that's I'm always happy to oblige, you know? Helps calm me down. Roger's kind of like a therapy animal. I sort of want to put one of those vests on him. Uh, except I believe that uh, all animals have their natural dignity. And I hate when people, uh, they do things to their animals that are not dignified, you know. They put things on them and they dress them up and they otherwise, I don't know, anthropomorphize them. I guess that's where I'm going, you know. Roger's his own thing. He's his own beast with his own thoughts, his own abilities. And it's nice when two species can sort of bridge the gap just a little bit. And Roger and I have an understanding. Right now, he's breaking that understanding. Not allowing me to do the show. And uh, I will carry on anyway because I was professional for many years and I had to carry on through just about anything. I carried on through all kinds of stuff that might have thrown somebody else. So, Roger, settle. Just lay right down here, pal. Come on, Roger. He's checking everything, making sure it all works. I already checked that. You don't have to check that again. So, um, Strikes and Gutters 2019. In January, a solid year of the Aerial View relaunch um, is what I noted. Uh, and maybe I should put that later in the year because it's actually, it was actually November was a year, right? The show went on Black Friday 2018. And, uh, but I'm still proud of that. And it helped me realize something that I'm a, I'm a damn good talk show host. It's not easy for me to say that. I have an extra heaping helping of humility. But Aerial View helped me remember that I'm good at it. And I, uh, I love doing it here where it's unfettered and I can say or do pretty much anything I please. Um, I also continued my friendship tour in January, which was cool. I went down to see uh, Mike at WPRB in Princeton, former FMU colleague. He runs WPRB. We spent an afternoon together. Had a nice time catching up. And I like visiting Princeton. It looks like Hogwarts there. Um, also went and saw my friend Jim for his, uh, for his birthday and Jeff right around their birthdays. Uh, also in January, I started a steady freelance gig. These are the strikes, by the way. If you're just joining us for Strikes and Gutters of 2019, Chris T's Strikes and Gutters of 2019, these are them. I'm still in January. You haven't missed much. But uh, thanks to my friend Mac, started a steady freelance gig doing audio for video. And I uh, actually picked up some work from them in 2019, and that was good. We also visited the Hunterton Museum for their Lace, No Lace exhibition in January. My first time to the Hunterton Museum. I would certainly go back. Good museum. And I also uh, caught the band Vicky Cristina Barcelona at the Fox and Crow in Jersey City Heights. And that would call me. Hang on, Roger. I'll let you out. Hang on. Now you want to go out, eh? All right, here we go. See you later, pal. Oh, man, all right, now now I can get somewhere. Roger is a disruptor. Natural born. You know, that's supposed to be good, right? He was a disruptor. He was a disruptor. I don't know. Would you call Don Imus disruptor? I don't know. But we'll get through this. You'll see. Where was I? Yes, the Hunterton Museum and Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Number here is 760 I call AV. 
760-422-5528. And uh, we already heard from Evan Rude. And she's putting a word out there on the uh, old trucking telegraph. So there's still some time to get a call in here, but let's go to February strikes and gutters for February. Strikes and gutters for February. We spent two nights visiting friends near Lake George. That was I enjoyed that. We uh, went to a great Oscar party. We had our taxes done. That was a gutter. Wait, gutters. Should have said that, right? These were the gutters for February. We had our taxes done. Yeah, that's right. That was definitely a gutter. Between the Trump tax cut um, and the $10,000 deduction gap, uh, cap I should say, we got royally hosed. We ended up owing the federal government lots and lots of money for the first time ever. Thank you. Thank you very much. Shafting the people of New Jersey and New York who have the... uh, Highest taxes in the nation, I do believe. Property taxes, anyway. And then also in February, this is in the gutters column, X-Ray Burns died. Merged with the Infinite, one of a kind. Kenneth Green. None could ever replace him. None will try. And, uh... I think he just had a birthday, actually. What was it? Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? One of those two. So, ah, yeah. That unexplored country, as they call it. Oh, death. And then in March, uh, under the strikes column, I started an online pilot writing seminar. I still am not sure if this was a strike or a gutter. I think it was good for me to uh, meet with fellow writers once a week and discuss our work. And uh, I'm not sure how it will end up contributing to what I would like to do in terms of writing. But it was an interesting glimpse into the nuts and bolts of writing as a career. So for that, it goes in the strike column. We also attended the Coney Island Spring Gala in March. And that was held at the newly reopened New York Aquarium. They did a whole complete remodel, multi-million dollar remodel, and created this thing called the Shark Hall or the Shark Building, but you walk in and you, you the sharks are swimming over you. They're, they're in, in, encased in this glass and it's curved and you're like, oh my God. And you look up and there are sharks swimming overhead. It was cool. Good time and a good cause. Coney Island, USA. People who bring you the Mermaid Parade. Uh, now, in the gutters column in March, my father-in-law had a stroke. Um, he's had an amazing recovery. Those early days scared us senseless. And uh, that made that definitely made for a tough spring for everyone involved. Most of all, my father-in-law. Also in March in the gutters column... I took free computer coding classes and discovered I have no interest in coding. And then the guy who was giving the free classes canceled them. So maybe he has no interest in coding either. I don't know. This is the Strikes and Gutters show of 2019. I'm Chris T. You can call in at 760-I-CALL-AV. 760-422-5528. Evan Rude called earlier. When I, actually, I called Evan Rude. Evan Rude called, and then I had to hang up because we were still in the opening of the program. And then I called back. So I'm going to try once again to call back the first person that called and see if we get anywhere. But it went into voicemail earlier, so I don't have very high hopes for this. But let's listen as the phone rings. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, this is Chris T, and this is Aerial View, and you've won a new car. 
No, no, you haven't won a new car, but you did call here earlier, and I'm calling you back. The show is on the air until 7 p.m. Eastern Time. That's about 13 minutes from now. So if you want to call, it's 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. Thank you. I'm hanging up now. Man, I hope your New Year's, uh, I mean, your Christmas was good. Your New Year's is still ahead, right? Your Christmas is behind you. I hope you had a very pleasant Christmas if you celebrate that kind of thing. And also, Happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and uh, whatever it is that you celebrate. Doesn't matter to me. I uh, hope one at one point in human history, they all become like the same holiday and we'll all celebrate it together. Wouldn't that be something? The unpronounceable, but boy, it would be something. Uh, Let's see. I was up to April in terms of the strikes and gutters of 2019. And in April, this this was a very busy month for me. April 5th, I flew to Seattle, surprised my friend Doris on the occasion of her 80th birthday. Uh, very quick visit in on Friday, out on Monday, but I stayed at, uh, in Belltown. I had a really good time, and um, I packed in quite a bit, got around Seattle on those uh, pedal-assist bicycles, the electric- electrified ones. Didn't do any scooters. Oh, I may have done one scooter. Didn't like it. Uh, the bikes I can deal with. And uh, used public transportation and Lyft. Didn't even rent a car, which was cool. Uh, But certainly surprised Doris. Uh, I called her. She was at a restaurant with her family. And uh, as I was wishing her a happy birthday, I walked into the restaurant, still on the phone. And she looked up and saw me and gasped. And it was pretty good. Pretty good surprise. But then April wasn't over. I also went to Memphis on a road trip with my friend Jim on the first day. He picked me up at something like 7 o'clock in the morning, 6 a.m. in the morning, something like that, for the drive to Wilmington, North Carolina. And we arrived there at like, I don't know, 7 p.m., something like that. We got some uh, drive through We went to the Airbnb And then we headed off to a gig. Jim played a gig that night at the Beale Street Barbershop. And then we got up 5 a.m. the next morning and drove all the way to Memphis, passing through Tupelo on the way there and stopping in Tupelo to see Elvis' birthplace. I had been to Memphis several times, but only spent time at Graceland and not much else. And so this was a revelation for me to see these other parts of Memphis And I really enjoyed being there, especially when we got to Sun Studios that Monday, April 15th, tax day, and um, did a whole bunch of recording for Mark Sinis and 825. And the record's available now, Sinis at Sun, if you look it up, S-I-N-N-I-S. You could Google that, I bet. I bloody well bet. Matter of fact, I'll do it right now just to see if it works. What else could it possibly come up with except that record? I I would love to see this. Yeah, the Sun Sessions at the CD Baby Music Store. So uh, you can also go to MarkSinis.com and get it. But Jim plays guitar all over that thing, and we had a hell of a time hanging out in the asbestos-lined Sun Studios. Yes, all those tiles, those authentic original tiles on the walls. Asbestos. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, so CD Baby, you could just do a search, Cineset Sun, you'll find it. And I was there as they recorded all of these songs that ended up on that record. And it was a fun time. But then when we drove back the next day, we went all the way to Waynesboro, Virginia. We stayed overnight with my cousin JD and got up in the morning and made the last part of the trip back to New Jersey and New York but um, I want to go back to Memphis I want to go back and spend a little more time there and hang out get to see more of it still and visit with some people 
we know down there, that would be nice. Also in April, under the strike column, uh, strikes column, I met with Adam Wade, multiple Moth Story Slam winner. And uh, we sat and we chatted about me becoming his producer for his Audible original called You Ought to Know Adam Wade. And that's out on January 2nd. And you could pre-order it, but uh, I worked with Adam on that too record him live at the Magnet Theater and then work with him in the studio in Newark and uh, worked on the script as well. And I think the results are pretty damn good. I'm proud of it. So uh, that was a big thing. That process started in April and, and was delivered in September, and it's available now. So uh, I also took a letter letterpress class at Guttenberg Arts and... I love that place and want to mention them and tell you again. In the gutters column, I signed up for something called Geeks Who Drink, a trivia company, and uh, it turned out to be a terrible idea between the amount of time it took for them to on-ramp me, the multiple phone interviews, the long web-based training course, the apprenticing. Uh, It wouldn't have mattered, but then I calculated the hours involved per shift, which they don't really tell you against the pay they were they were offering and it was it was way less than minimum wage and I said yeah I, I I don't think I can do that I also realized I had spent enough time in Hoboken bars when I lived in Hoboken so didn't need to spend any more time there in May in the strikes column we had a great pre mermaid parade judges party at Coney Island baby Thank you to uh, Jesse Malin for allowing us to do that there. And thank you to Chief Justice Mark for coming up with the idea and and uh, to Adam uh, Real Man for being involved in the emceeing and the band that played. And the, it was a live karaoke band, so it was pretty good. I had a good time. I hope it becomes a regular thing to help prime the pump for the Mermaid Parade, uh, which is just the very next month. In the gutters column, a longtime friendship of mine took a complete nosedive, uh, probably because of me and also because of him. And so uh, we have since reconciled, but not really. The damage was done. The friendship is seriously diminished, a shadow of its former self. But what are you going to do again? I'm trying to learn acceptance, like the Stoics, you know, acceptance. Frank O'Toole died. That's in the gutters column. He was a former WFMU colleague who I liked. And uh, even though we had fallen out of touch, hadn't seen each other in a long time, I still liked Frank. And then uh, Uncle Chet died. Korean War vet, USPS letter carrier, horse racing fan, as old school as they get. He had a good long run. Uncle Chetty is still missed, and I own two of his watches now. Uh, That brings us up halfway through the year. So let me see if I can get the rest of this in before we run out of road in the next, uh, oh, four minutes or so. In June, uh, Guttenberg Arts had a great potluck dinner. I really appreciated it in the backyard. I got to be grill master. That was nice. We had our planning meeting for weight stock, and we ended up having a pretty damn good one uh, the following September. And the Mermaid Parade, of course, uh, the third Saturday of June, which is when it's always held, just a a reminder. One of the best mermaid parades yet. I would dare call it a perfect event with with incredible weather, good vibes all around, lots of laughing, and Arlo Guthrie and his sister Nora Guthrie, who grew up on Mermaid Avenue, by the way, as king and queen. So that was pretty good. In the gutters column, I got up and told the story at the Moth for the first time, and uh, you'd think this might be a strike, but actually... No, I, I think I ended up in last place on points, and I uh, I think that's because I shot myself in the foot with uh, an inappropriate remark, opening remark, about having to follow a childhood cancer story. And I I was really kind of just uh, riffing on Casey Kasem. You know, you got me coming out of a goddamn dog dying, and I have to do uh, the death dedication. You got me coming out of an upbeat number, and I got to talk about a goddamn dog dying. And I want to know what happened to the pictures I asked for last week. Is Don on the phone? Oh, it's so easy to just slip into that. I'm sorry. I apologize because 
we got like three minutes left, and I'm only up till uh, July. So now I dis- a decision has to be made by me. Do I try to squeeze this in now, or maybe wait until next week? Part two of this shit. Hmm. You know, I'm leaning towards the latter. I really am. I think I'm going to part two of this shit. And just come back next week and do some more of this. Button it up. Why the hell not? Oh, also next week, this is really cool. Constitutional scholar Ken Katkin. Professor Ken Katkin, who I drove to Chicago with. uh, Helped him move to Chicago somewhere in the 90s. He'll remember probably better than I do. And uh, since then, he's become a lawyer and a constitutional scholar. He's going to talk about the impeachment next week. I'm also going to try to lure Keith Hartel back to join me, and and I'll wrap up uh, the second half of Favorite Things for 2019. And maybe we'll look forward to some crap for 2020. What do you say? Uh, what do you say to that? We'll try to suss out a little bit what's going to happen. But it's it's almost here, friends. Just hang in there. End of the year, almost with us, and uh, we'll all get there together. Don't you worry. And don't you forget Mark Sinus and A25, uh, Sinus at Sun, available on CD Baby. The was open, I was seething. Your mother burst in, it was freezing She said it looks like it's trying to rain I was lost, I felt seasick You convinced me that he left You said keep talking, but don't use any names I scolded your driver Good. Sure. 